Hi, I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Sam M. Walton College of Business. Welcome to Be Epic, the podcast where we explore excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality, and what those values mean in business, education, and your life today. I have with me today Professor Raja Kali, Chair of the Department of Economics here in the Walton College, and he's also a professor in economics. He got his PhD in economics from the University of Maryland, and he joined the Walton College uh, a little over 10 years ago, and he has held a number of different positions. He's been faculty director uh, for the MBA programs, and he holds the ConocoPhillips Chair in International Economics and Business. So thank you so much for joining me today, Raja. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Raja, I, uh, I'm really excited about this new master's program in economic analytics, but your department has really grown in size and in strength and in quality over the past few years. And you all have developed some real strengths in development economics as well as behavioral and experimental economics. But um, the Masters of Science in Economic Analytics really seems like a great opportunity for your department because of the fact that you know so many companies now really want, they don't want just data scientists. They want people who are, have data skills but have the logic to be able to explain what's going on and to understand when they're seeing false correlations and things like that. Why is economics good at, at that sort of a thing? So I think um, you know, training in economics is uniquely well suited to these kinds of problems that you mentioned. One of the things we've heard from many of our um, corporate partners is that the way um, we're seeing an explosion of data in virtually almost every industry and in almost every field. Um, data is no longer a constraint to um, answering questions. But what is the constraint is the ability to analyze, visualize, see patterns in the data and interpret data and to also be able to tell stories that can drive uh, decision making in the corporate world as well as in you know, public policy and business. And essentially, the Master of Science in Economic Analytics program combines the best of both worlds, I think. Uh, it's not enough just to be able to wrangle the data or see patterns in the data, uh, but it's also really important to be able to interpret what you see you know, and use that knowledge for prediction and analysis. And what economists are particularly good at is understanding the how and why of how things work in the world. You know, why are markets operating in a certain way? Why is competition tilted one way or another? What are the problems in, say, the lack of information between two sides of the market? And, you know, the Master of Science in Economic Analytics, we think, is a unique uh, program because it's going to combine rigorous economic modeling with training in the latest computational methods including programs such as R and Python, as well as the latest techniques in, uh, in a sense, lassoing big data and machine learning. What really differentiates the Master of Science in Economic Analytics and economists in general is the ability to 
be comfortable managing, harnessing very large uh, data sets, but particularly interpreting the economic and business factors which are driving the patterns in the data, asking the right questions, figuring out when um, the questions aren't being asked in the right way. And what we've heard is that this is really what companies need. A company like Amazon has um, really ramped up their hiring of graduate level economists. It started as an experiment at Amazon. They hired an economist from Berkeley, Patrick Bajari, as their first um, chief economist. And he said, you know, I'm going to create an economics team. So it started out as an experiment. And then what they discovered is that, you know, these economic data scientists are so useful and they deliver so much value that they decided to diffuse these kinds of people throughout the organization. And now they're hiring, they started, you know, once they kind of realized the value added of the people with these kinds of training, uh, they've really ramped up their hiring of um, graduate level economists. The last couple of years, they've been hiring 50 a graduate level economists wow. a year. And now we understand they're going to be plan they're planning to hire a hundred to hundred and fifty huh. uh, graduate and economists. That's just one a year. Company. This is just one company. And there's very few out there. That's right. That's right. And so um, so there is a I think a very clear niche for people with this kind of training. And that's what we're trying to do. So this is a roughly a one year program. Yes. It is one fact. It starts in the end of August and it ends mid-May, essentially, 10 And months. it's face-to-face, uh, -face. it's not online. Yes, at the <clears throat> moment it is face-to-face. -face. Um, we envisage perhaps uh, in a number of years we might offer a hybrid version. But at the moment it is a full-time program. And, and I can see why that would be important. You know, these, uh, some of these concepts are so equivocal that human interaction in person right. in real time right. you can communicate so much more data than you can through a video or through a, that's a, correct. an email message that's correct. or something that's correct and um, what distinguishes our program is also that it's a, you know to some extent a rigorous intense program and we think it will deliver very strong training to people who go through it the bureau of labor statistics says that the average salary for graduate level economists is about 104000 and so um, so it will be worthwhile for people who go through the program. What if a student doesn't have a degree in economics? So um, basically what we are looking for are people with um, good technical skills, a good technical background, uh, comfort with um, mathematical and statistical uh, approaches to solving problems, you do not necessarily have to have an economics background. We think this would be a really good um, program for people from engineering, from math, from physics, as well as other um, you know, disciplines, uh, and even for people who work in um, the corporate sector who have good technical skills and think they would like to sort of upgrade their skills, learn some of the latest big data econometric techniques like I described to you earlier, as well as how to visualize the data. Could you tell me a little bit about the capstone course in economic analytics? Right. So the capstone, the goal of the capstone course, it's a project-based course. And 
the idea behind that course is to really bring everything that people will have learned in the program, uh, economic modeling, uh, causal inference techniques, um, uh, you know, their programming skills, data visualization skills, all of that together and try to analyze, uh, you know, real world problems, uh, you know, using real world data sets and try to deliver meaningful analysis. So that course will also have a final project presentation that groups of students will have to make. And we will um, have uh, folks from industry come to, um, you know, uh, evaluate the project presentations. And these presentations will, in a sense, be the capstone requirement to complete the degree also. I wish they would have had something like this when I was younger. <laughs> um, now, I know that you're also um, going to include Python and R. Right. And I hear, I don't know how to use either one no. of them, but I hear about it all the time. Right. I, you know, people who scrape the web for right. data seem to use Python a lot. R seems to be like a phenomenal statistical tool to use. Would you mind commenting on that a little Yes, bit? so both of these are really becoming widely used tools, not just in academia, but also in industry. And this is kind of really interesting because I think the problems that industry faces with the huge amounts of data that we are creating um, in the world, you know, as you know, everything we do is potentially um, now transformed into data. Uh, and uh, so the problems of industry and academia, or the interest from academia in, uh, you know, trying to, um, uh, in a sense, um, um, tease out or understand the sort of underlying business forces driving the data and so on are converging, I think. And in this regard, I think the growth in the use of tools like R and Python is really, I think, very interesting because uh, these are uh, tools that academics, economists, as well as computer scientists, uh, people in math and physics are using. But industry is also finding that these are also the tools that they need because of the explosion of data. It's kind of like a data torrent for them, right? And, you know, and I think the constraint from the industry point of view is to find people who can help who can uh, sort of analyze these things. So both of these are, um, R is of course a statistical software that is widely used in academia, but it's uh, in a sense open source software. So anyone can use it. And it's one of those software tools where people who figure out new ways to solve problems or, or new problems that they could apply R to upload code to the R, um, program repository and it becomes part of the sort of common knowledge that is available there and industry um, has similar problems with the data and so they can just you know take routines or subroutines or sub packages from R and use them. Python is also very versatile uh, software that is useful for um, not just for scraping data from the web but also for integrating all kinds of different software packages together. So Python is particularly helpful for that. If you're really good at Python, you never need to leave Python. 
because you mm -hmm. can just call you know software packages from other um, sources like R and so on and use them inside of the Python environment. I know that students who are successful in the program are eligible for the Enterprise Systems Business Analytics Concentration graduate certificate in addition to the Master's of Science degree. Uh, would you mind telling me a little bit about that? Yes. So this is, I mean, there are two intentional aspects of the program, one of which is the integration of several courses from information systems. So students in the program will take three courses from information systems, and these three courses plus one of the econometrics courses, the Introduction to Econometrics course, will constitute, will fulfill the requirements for the graduate certificate in enterprise systems. So students who complete our program will not only get the MS in Economic Analytics, but they will also get this certificate in Data Analytics from the Information Systems Department. Um, and I noticed, um, of course, uh, your department is uh, a university partner with the Certified Business Economists, is that, or Certified Business Economist? So it's actually a, a partnership with the National Association of Business Economists, which is um, the largest organization of economists who work in industry and the corporate sector. You know, the chief economists of several Fortune 500 companies like Intel, um, Amazon, JP Morgan, as well as many other companies in, you know, retail, as well as uh, economists in government, like uh, the Bureau of Economic An Analysis and so on, are members of the NAIB, the National Association of Business Economists. So they offer um, a certified business economist certification or qualification. And by us becoming partners with the uh, NAIB, our students will be uh, able to take the Certified Business Economist exam on campus. And basically the partnership, what it means is that the NAIB has looked at our curriculum and they are basically uh, attesting that the curriculum will prepare people to successfully take the CBE exam. And so in a sense, you know, um, students taking, you know, successfully acquiring the Certified Business Economist qualification will be, um, you know, attesting to their qualifications, but also in a sense, um, uh, you know, committing to stay current on the latest economic um, advances and economic methods. Because once you become a certified business economist, I think every three or five years you have to show that you're engaging in sufficient professional development that you can still continue to be certified. So we think that will be a valuable, you know, um, signal to the job market. Well, it's, this, this is really amazing. So essentially within a 10-month time frame, you could get a Master's of Science in Economic Analytics, a graduate certificate in Business Analytics within Enterprise Systems, and you could potentially get, if you pass the exam, a certified business economist. That is exactly right. We've got a number of uh, new programs like this coming on board, but you were the fastest to get it done. And it sounds like your department's really excited about it. 
Yes, uh, you know, we've been talking about something like this in the department for some years. And I think it's something to do with, you know, just the right timing. And uh, it was very easy for our department to agree that this is something we should do. We have the capability to do it. And we think this is a time when um, there is value to such a qualification. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Be Epic podcast from the Walton College. You can find us on Google, SoundCloud, iTunes, or look for us wherever you find your podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can find current and past episodes by searching Be Epic Podcast, one word, that's B-E-E-P-I-C podcast, and now Be Epic. Be Epic.